Radio Show, your home for car talk covering the latest news to the greatest views on the biggest names in performance, sports, and just plain cool driving machines. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show. Hey, all you gearheads and car fiends, welcome to Driven Radio Show, your weekly automotive happy hour. I am Brett Hatfield, here with my co-host and engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Mark Groves. Yo. We are coming to you from the Driven Radio Studios World Headquarters. The Empire. Uh, it still sounds a little echoey in here. I didn't <laughs> hang the curtains up. Sue me. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, it's not beige. And I think that's all that matters. You, no, can, you can hear beige. Yeah. And it's, it's not. It's no longer Johnson County tan. Is it taupe? I, is it, you're asking a colorblind guy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <fuck. That's>, oh, <laughs> shit. Could be gray for all I know. <laughs> Trim's kind of cream colored. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Trim's kind of creamy. In for the win. There you go. <laughs> so lots of cool stuff went on this week. The coolest of all things yeah. happened inside the last couple hours. I, I picked up that 65 Stingray and brought it home. I saw it from, when I pulled up. From Hot Rod Express. So first yeah, of all, Mr. Hunter, it looks better, rides better, drives better, <sighs> and it it pulls harder because he played with the carb and uh, some things while I was there. Really? Yeah, it runs well. Okay, for anybody who's not really familiar with, the, with it, give the breakdown. Okay. Uh, for the uninitiated, I own a 65 Stingray convertible. Uh, it's Nassau blue with a bright blue interior, uh, high horse 327, uh, four yeah. speed, knockoff wheels, and factory side exhaust. So it's a really, really fun car. It's a car I searched for for years. Yeah, you talked about that for I a long time. And uh, went all the way to uh, California, Sacramento to retrieve California. the car. California. California to get my Corvette. Sometime we have to have a conversation <laughs> about the four different Arnold impersonations, and one of them's conversational, and one of them's, you know, movie Arnold and all uh-huh. that other stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, Rick uh, repainted the car after it had had a brush with a possible relative a, a couple weeks before Christmas. Uh. Andy, they did a knockout job. The paint looks fantastic. You know, when I when I walked up, because I did kind of take a little glance at it there in your garage, and I'm like, oh, damn. Well, a little dusty from the drive home. But, but uh, dusty to you is nothing to some, the rest of humanity. Something about this new house. There seems to be it. the dust just collects on the cars. All of our cars look like they need a trip to the car wash. But that 65 is the cleanest of the bunch. It's because your house is in Kansas. Uh, <laughs> the wind always blows. And you've still got well, some construction-y looking well, stuff cons- and no trees in the way. Construction and also you go a couple blocks south and that's farm fields. Truth. We really are on the south end. You should of be south. able to taste the corn on it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I can smell the herbicide. <laughs> uh, anyway, car runs drives rides uh they did the suspension work on it the front end is (gasps) settled now and it it corners the way it should and the back end doesn't squat like it was but they really did great work so hats off to rick hunter and his entire crew now while i'm standing in their office and writing out a a rather monstrous check (laughs) yeah being good is not cheap (laughs) however however a lot cheaper than it should have been. And Rick, I recognize that. And I yeah. thank you for it. You're a good guy, Rick. I got into a conversation with his office manager, a lady named Lori. And one of the people who works in their shop, uh, Zach, is a former McPherson 
restoration program student. He came out of the program and went to work for Rick. And we're talking about Zach and Lori said, I'd like to have a bunch more like him. And I said, oh, really? Ding. Um, (laughs) Let me make a couple phone calls. Uh, Tried to call Amanda Gutierrez. You can't uh, get through to her. Yeah. Amanda wears 17 hats yeah, she's these busy. days. She's rather busy. But the person who stepped in for Amanda, Abigail Morgan, Abby, I love you to death, sweetie, uh, did pick up my phone call, which was rather surprising to me. <laughs> well, you know, who am I? Yeah. Uh, must not have had ID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my mom. I do Crap. need that warranty. <laughs> I just thought about it. I do need one. Anyway, Abigail picked up the phone, and she is uh, spearheading a lot of the stuff for the restoration program these days. And I said, Abigail, there's a lady here at Hot Rod Express who would like to talk to you about uh, making sure that they have their hat in the ring on, uh, oh, shoot, I'm having a senior moment, on career day. Yeah. Yeah. So I... Handed the phone to Lori, the uh, office manager at Hot Rod Express, and it sounds like they're going to make uh, make it known that there are positions open, especially for interior uh, resto. Oh wow! At Hot Rod Express, I'm just hoping that somebody or more than one somebody's wind up going from McPherson out to Blue Springs. That would be fantastic. We just talked to two guys. Hey, dudes. Yeah. Jobs, yeah. yo. Real world. Well, Matt Coker and John Sear, we had our Joe Sear, we had him on last week. Uh, if you guys are looking for something down the road, uh, call Hot Rod Express over in Blue Springs. They have a great shop. They work on a lot of different stuff. They do some Corvette work, but they also do American Muscle and they do classics. And just, Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a bad place to work. So. And be sure to tell him you talk to Brett Hatfield, because then Rick will go, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Come, <laughs> yeah. come to me, child. Yeah. <laughs> Rick will say, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, It'll oh. get better. Here, have a job. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Try would to you, forget the pain. Would you like a Coke and someplace cool to sit down? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, can't thank Rick and the crew over at Hot Rod Express enough. Uh, the car is fantastic. There's still some yeah. issues to address. I, sure. I had originally thought that I was going to buzz that thing down to McPherson this weekend, but we haul so much stuff to go to Luke's for the cookout afterward and everything else. We may just throw all the garbage in the back of my truck and go. Yeah. Uh, you know, just make it easy peasy. Uh, but I have my car back and I, I know it's irrational. The stinking car makes me so happy. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. And I had such a good time driving at home. And you get to listen to the side pipes go burl. Yeah, that is the one thing. That is what I miss the most from having a vehicle with four cylinders and two pipes, or eight cylinders and two pipes, is just the blah, 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 blah. Well, speaking of which, your giant black (sighs) Mopar sled, what happened there? I'm... What I have to do, it, it it is very, very hard for me, one, to ever commit in the first place, and then second, to commit to something that I have not seen yet. And uh, Well, there's, I, a, I, there's a third thing, and we haven't talked about this yet, but you got to admit this is very, very true. There are no cheap cars anymore. No! This is the same type of vehicle that, and this is, it's part of what, you know, chips my teeth every time I think about it, is just that uh, you give me six years ago, it would have been half the Six price. Six years ago, 
Yeah. A few years back, this would have been a four or five thousand dollar car. Yeah, and that would have seemed like all the money in the world. And it's not that now; it's triple that now. Well, I I need to stop belonging to like you know a C body and B body uh, car groups uh, on yeah, well, on uh, Facebook because I keep seeing here's my '67 uh, you know uh, New Yorker or my '67 300 just pulled it out from the and where are they driving it in freaking Norway. Oh wait, and a it's pissing me off. What is it? I'll, I'll go you one better. Oh no! <laughs> Do you know how many first, second, third gen Corvette groups I belong to oh, on God. Facebook and every other medium you can find? I cannot imagine. And Corvette clubs and all the other stuff. And every time, and and right now, there's a bit of money in the savings account that's earmarked to go into mutual funds and other stuff. Right. Oh, I'm so stupidly looking at everything under the sun. <laughs> we both have my dad's disease. No, no, no. I, I, I've got the thing. You're going to love me for this. And it's in Hawaii of all places. Oh, God. 65 Corvette Coupe. Red over red with Krager SS's all oh, the way around okay. and raised okay. white letters. That might be worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm me. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for a red Corvette or a blue one or a white one. I like all the... Or, or a Corvette. Yeah, or a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Would you be... Okay, well... Or a Corvair with a Corvette engine in it. I'm going to give you a shot inside my brain right now when it comes to these cars. Okay, so I find this one that I really love, right? I, mm-hmm. I love the look of it. It doesn't look like there's any rust. Paint. Are, are we back on the black one with the baby moons? Oh, no, no. This is a red one. Okay. It, the, the red one had the baby moons, and uh, that's the one located over near St. Louis. But I... Uh, I look at that, and then all of a sudden, I am on a mad hunt to see, okay, this is how much I've realized I'm kind of willing to spend. What can I find You found that? your pain, what can th- I find your pain threshold. Yes. And, started to- and that is what happens every time. So, this car that's out in Hawaii, uh, you have talked a lot about getting, what is it, an 8? Uh, oh, I, yeah. Gen 8? I, I, I'd do an 8th gen in a heartbeat, but this is a mid-year coupe. It's a coupe. <laughs> it's a coupe. And the thing about a mid-year coupe that you never hear anybody talk about, but I always look at it and go, oh, it makes my gum sweat, is a, a, a mid-year Corvette, 63 to 67, coupe has an extraordinary amount of luggage space behind it. What? It could be a road trip car if you found somebody stupid or willing enough <laughs> to ride shotgun. It could be a road trip car. And God bless my wife. Anytime I say, hey, listen, this is probably fun. Let's do this. She's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And she doesn't bitch. She, she's a guy's girl. She really yeah. is a guy's girl. Yeah. And, and that's part of what's made our marriage so much fun. Is she, <laughs> she's, she's just down, man. She's, hey, I got a good idea. Let's go drink till we can't see straight. Okay. That's not so good. Yeah, done. Uh-huh. <laughs> Challenge uh, accepted. So, darling, I, I look at this and I, you know, it's red over red, which is not dissimilar from another Corvette. I yeah. Might a own. certain other one. Yeah. And it has the Kragers and the raised white letters. And the Kragers. Mm. And suddenly I'm thinking, mm. what's it cost to ship a cargo container from yeah. Hawaii to the West Coast? I'll fly out there. I've driven a Corvette home from California before because I'm a moron. <laughs> Why don't we try it out? I, I'm telling you, man, I inspected that blue car for all 
of 10 minutes. Yeah. I gave it my thorough, solid attempt. I didn't crawl around underneath it. I didn't check anything. No, all you did was taste test it. You licked the fender and said, yeah, I'm in. Hey, it's blue over blue, and it's a small block Chevy. How bad can it be? um, So what's the problem? (laughs) And and really getting home, I had a uh, a, a few little things go south on it, and I found a few other things I wanted to fix. And aside from that, yeah. Car was flawless. Car was flawless. Yeah. Got me all the way home. Coated me in dirt for two days when I drove with the tur- with the top down. I don't know. Two sixty five sounds almost like too much. You need to get your Gen A. You need to get your brand new one so that you have the full well, gamut of driving experience. And, and let's not lie. I have access to another sixty five <laughs> if I really want to drive it. Yeah. My my father, as gracious and generous as he is. I talked to him earlier today. I said, hey, I'm going to steal your car out of the warehouse, start driving it, clean it up a little bit. I'll safety wire the knockoffs because that's worked with mine. He said, oh, fine. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. So there's a silver over black. Well, see, if you buy the Gen 8, then you're saving money. Oh, don't think that, <laughs> don't think that I'm not good with that. I've gone on the Corvette configurator and configured both a Stingray and a Z06. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know exactly what I want. Dead on. Elkhart Lake Blue, the natural dipped interior, which is tan leather everywhere. No no black crap. Yeah. Uh, paint all the exterior accents. So none of the black stuff, not the black trim around that air intake on the side. All of it's painted. No high wing or wing on the back. Very low key, subtle, but... Still screaming fast, 3LT, all the stuff. I, I've, I've figured this out. <laughs> I know what the car looks like. I know what it would sell for. I can smell it right yeah. now. Well, and, you know, every time I tell my daughters, hey, I'm spending your, uh, I'm spending your inheritance. Yeah. And they always, they look at me like they're not surprised in the least. Yeah, well, they're still going to always think, somehow. I'm this really responsible father. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm a 17-year-old trapped in a shit show of a body. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. Well, it, it'll be exciting. We'll see what the, we'll see what you end up dragging home. Was that from Bring a Trailer? Uh, no, my blue one? No, no. You're uh, the new red one. You're Hawaiian red. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely on Bring a Trailer. So all you people who are watching Bring a Trailer this week, watching that red 65 coupe, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> it's mine. I I will hurt you. <laughs> I have no need for another Corvette. It's just like I said, I'm I'm 17 between my ears. Uh, just keep in mind, I'm your chief enabler. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, one behind your wife. There are several of you, and I thank you all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if Brett will buy that. <laughs> this week we've got nothing but car world news and we got a bunch of it uh we have news of aston martin offering parts for their vintage cars db4s db5s db6s stuff like that a hollywood icons jaguar is headed to the auction block a barn find superbird sells for monster money (laughs) and your mercedes ev can go faster if you pony up for the subscription (laughs) yeah well that's exactly why i included it Uh, We've got lots to cover, so let's get to it. 
All right, from Motor Authority, the Aston Martin uh, offers the Aston Martin. <laughs> it's the Aston Martin. Well, you still have that ad in your head. Hey, folks. Uh, <laughs> I do. If, You're not wrong. If you want to see something just for the guys, or maybe some of the well, guys, you know, hey. uh, go type in Aston Martin used car ad, and then click on the images. Yeah, Google click it. on the images. Yeah. Oh, botchy balls. Makes your gun sweat. <laughs> it's finally truth in advertising. That's right. All right. Aston Martin offers new engines for its old cars. This is cool. While there's a growing trend to add electric motors and batteries to classic cars, many owners want to maintain the original driving feel that only an internal combustion engine can deliver. Now, that's why one of the things. Why would you switch to electric? I, I, I get why you would, but, you know, you're. That's blasphemous. Well, that's one of the things I like about your 65, too. When you were describing it, my first thought was, man, that's like driving it off the showroom floor. Yeah. And really that's is. what I dig. There's not a nick or a scratch on it. I'm quite sure the first rock chip will make me cry, but <laughs> I drive the car. It's not a showpiece. Yep. You'll notice that the uh, the fender emblems are back where they belong, and the correct nose emblem is on it now. <laughs> I would never have noticed, but I will now. Yeah, I will my- make a point to look when I walk out. <laughs> Um, to cater to these buyers, Aston Martin Works, Aston Martin's classic car department, is offering engine blocks, cylinder heads, and transmissions for a variety of models, including the DB4, DB5, DB6, and select V8 models from the 60s and 70s. Aston Martin has developed new tooling to manufacture many of these parts. This is what really, I'm like, oh, that's the shizzle, yeah. uh, which the automaker said matches original specifications. These are brand new parts. Brand new old parts. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's not old stock. It's new, new, old, new stock. Well, there are people out no, there. Nos- <laughs> You're going to wind up with Nosferatu by the time <laughs> you get done. There are people out there like me who like to drive their old cars. Yeah. And some of them who have more money than Jesus like to drive <laughs> their old Aston Martins. Uh, in some of the cases, the automaker worked with original suppliers to recreate parts. The transmissions are a key example. They're supplied by Germany's ZF. Now, uh, quoting Paul Spires, Aston Martin Works president, he said in a statement, the heritage department at, at Gearbox supplier ZF, for instance, was invaluable in helping to recreate original specification gearboxes. That's fantastic. The parts come with documentation certifying that they are official parts, which can be vital for owners looking to maintain the provenance of their cars. Aston Martin even offers its own provenance program known as Aston Martin Assured Providence, which has been running since 2015. If you're really snotty in English, provenance. The provenance. There you go. You know, I, I didn't even know what the hell that meant until doing this show. Because, you know, I, I've, I've looked at like some See, of the Concorde cars and, and gone, that's really cool. And it's all original. <laughs> and then somebody says, the provenance. I'm like, oh, shit. There you okay. go. Done. Availability of classic parts will also enable owners who like to regularly drive their cars the ability to store matching number parts and replace them with the modern parts so the cars can be driven without fear of destroying the originals and possibly hurting resale values down the road. So you're going to take out the original, put in the replacement, which is exactly like it, and drive that. Yeah, well, that's super smart. That's something I've thought about doing with that red Corvette. That thing is, it's all numbers and date codes matching, and it has 57,000 miles on it. And I still like driving it, but you tend to go a little easier on it because you're thinking... So this is not able to be replaced. No. 
so, what would you put into it? Would you drop like another, an LT? Yeah. Just another small block. No, I wouldn't put an LT. On. On. That car isn't built for it. Come on. The password is Califlex. Oh, good point. Snap. <laughs> 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 probably a real mild 350. You punch and it and you're looking at the ground suddenly. Yeah, Wait, how do I do this? <laughs> you, you tread lightly with that car when you take it out. You really do. From Classic Motorsports, Clark Gable's Jaguar XK120 is for sale. The Jaguar XK120 might be a legend in its own right, but this one is even more desirable thanks to its original owner, Hollywood icon Clark Gable. Gable configured the Jaguar with a few competition-inspired options like wire wheels and hood louvers, though he also specified a custom luggage rack for his golf clubs. Retaining its numbers-matching body, chassis, and engine, the XK120, was restored to its current condition in the early 2000s, just in time to be shown at the 2016 Concorso d'Eleganza Villa de Este. Find this 1952 Jaguar XK120 up for auction from RM Sotheby's with an expected selling price of 350 to 500,000 euros or about 385,000 to $550,000. Damn. Yeah, well, hey, Clark Gable. He also owned a bunch of real, other really cool cars. He owned at least one Mercedes 300 SL Coupe, uh, the Goldwing. Yeah. Uh, you know. Not a big Mercedes fan, but I do dig that one. I dig it hard. It's tough to argue with that. And I'm not as big a Mer- Mercedes fan as some, but I own a couple, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. <laughs> I'm not a Mercedes fan, except for all the ones I except have. Except for the ones I have. They're the best. <laughs> that red one that, that's up in the garage is just stunning. I, it's I really love pretty. that car. From Hemmings, unrestored, undrivable 1970 Plymouth Superbird sells for $203,000. Jesus. And have you seen the pictures of it? That yeah, blue thing? I, yeah, I have. Uh, you know, I and as much as I love my Mopar, that thing is a turd on wheels. Well, it's it's it, so ugly. Yeah, but it's got <laughs> it's got a, a hell of an engine and a hell yeah. of a setup, and it is a Superbird. It's a wing car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and as rough as a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. And, at an estate sale over the weekend. Why don't I find these damn estate sales? Uh, anyway. Or because if, it wouldn't have made a difference if it oh, sold true for that, a tenth yeah. of that. That still yeah. would have been a lot of money. I come rolling up with 500 bucks in my pocket going, yeah, big spender here. Hey, listen. <laughs> this is okay. You can keep the wheels. I'm going to put crackers on it. An estate sale over the weekend featuring a number of vintage Hemi V8s. An unrestored 1970 Plymouth Superbird sold for more than $200,000. Now, Jeez. according to its Fender tag and its broadcast sheet, the B5 Blue Superbird came from the factory with a 390 horse 446 pack. Uh, hmm. Pistol grip, four speed manual. No oh my God. Par. 3.54 geared Dana 60 heavy duty suspension, bucket seats, white vinyl interior. What a nightmare. And black vinyl top. I bet that thing was sexy when it was new. You know when it first rolled off of that thing? Yeah. Even with the big pointy ass front and the, I, the weird. I, uh, it was sexy. You know it was. Of the 1,935 Superbirds built, 308 came with the six-pack four-speed combo. Now, at some point, it lost its fender scoops and had its nose cone molded to uh, front fenders. But little seems known about the car prior to when its owner, then 22 years old, bought it in 1981 with 27,000 miles on it. 
Uh, of course, you think 1981, it was only 11 years old. You know, I, I know a guy. I, I always know a guy. but Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> I worked summers in my dad's lumber yard, which was just the grungiest job ever. But one of the guys who worked there, he was a truck driver, and he was he was a genius truck driver, uh, had a Hemi Superbird. Or oh, had, a, wow. had, a, a, had a Superbird. I'm not sure it was a Hemi. It was either a Hemi or a 440. Yeah. And he bought it for nothing. He bought it for nothing, and it was in the mid-'80s when nobody yeah. was interested in that kind of stuff. They were just great, big, and heavy. And we all thought he was nuts. Everybody's, <laughs> Lonnie, what the hell are you doing? Why would you buy that? And he, he yeah. says, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And everybody was giving him grief about it. And I think of that car now, that thing's worth a mint. Yeah. Lonnie, I hope you held on to it. Yeah, I hope you treated it sweet because I would do it back. Uh, I remember when he got it, they towed it home. They rope-towed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this guy, uh, he put another 9,000 or so miles on the odometer before parking it to take the intake and heads off. Photos of the Superbird show much of the car intact, but in need of some work. Aside from the disassembled freaking engine, uh, the front it ran when it parked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the front bucket seats have significant rips at the seams while the hood is missing much of its paint. We believe we have everything the auction listings claimed. Bidding opened at $50,000, quickly ramped up to 170 So Dis- all you guys who were looking for a bargain, no. No. <laughs> Pass. Disbelief among the crowd seemed to start around the $185,000 mark. <laughs> no kidding. Car ultimately selling for two hundred three k. Uh, it's a relative bargain for a low-mileage 440-powered Plymouth Superbird in, in restored running condition. Mm-hmm. Recently, average prices have spiked. Of the six-pack Superbirds currently listed for sale on Hemmings.com, only one is an as, has an asking price of $265,000. 3 sold at Meekums, $280,000, and five, uh, And one did bring in a bargain basement of one eighty seven k. Yeah, but this is they're still <laughs> talking about big money here. At the Barrett-Jackson Scottsdale auction in January, two restored Superbirds sold well in excess of those numbers. One fitted with a torque flight sold for $401,500, while the other, a four-speed example, sold for $550,000. And I'm sure both of them are in rage effect. Yeah, I didn't look up either one of those, but I'm guessing they were spectacular restorations. But something the article said uh, is that if the guy bought it for 203 and it's, I mean, everything's there, it may not be in the best condition. Yeah. That you could do a six figure restoration on it and still make six figures out of it. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. That's, you know, you're probably right. It's probably an investor. Yeah. Uh, hey, it could be. Hey, or, or it may be one of those guys from, uh, oh, what's the reality show where they do nothing but Mopar stuff? Kind of oh, that, that, that's called God's Channel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that might be. Okay, so looking around for news stories this week, there were several about new electric stuff and things like that. This is the one that pissed me off the most. <laughs> Mercedes reveals EQE and EQS acceleration increase subscription what? pricing. Many people are familiar with paying a subscription fee for a gym membership or a streaming service, but most people have never paid a monthly or yearly fee to unlock increased performance from their automobile. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We co- Remember when we covered stuff like this about a year ago with yeah. Toyota for a better stereo or yeah. whatever, that and it was heated seats or just whatever? effing ridiculous. Yeah, well. And 
Furthermore, read an article in Wall Street Journal last week about how worn out people are with subscription services for stinking everything. Yeah. They're they're just done with it. And people are getting rid of lots of it because everything's a subscription these days. Even the stuff you've got on your computer, you can no longer buy a yeah. program like Microsoft Office for your computer. It's a subscription every year. And I think it's a hundred and some odd dollars now. I bought Microsoft Office 2010 and 2009. Guess who still uses it? Mm-hmm. This guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. I will go to the free stuff. I'll I'll do my life on freaking Google and let them look at every single you know. Let them look at my pores if they have to before I'll do that because it just pisses me right off. Well, I think you and I both share this opinion. If you're going to start making me pay subscription stuff on my car, I'm going to drive a car that you can't access. Oh yeah, I I've been looking at a Renault. Uh, what is it, Delphine? That it makes my teeth ache, and it's just this <laughs> ugly wannabe, and I'm like, hell yeah, I would drive that. I know you would. Called the Acceleration Increase, it can be purchased through Mercedes Me Connect services. Initially, it'll be available on the all-electric Mercedes-Benz EQE350 and EQS450 for both their sedan and SUV body styles. The dual-motor EQE350 models make 288 horsepower standard, while the dual-motor EQS450 produces 355 horsepower right out of the box. Opting for the OTA power upgrade raises the EQE's figures by 60 horsepower to 348 and the EQS's by 80 horsepower to 435. So you're telling me on the cheaper versions of these Mercedes, you're going to have to pay? No, it's, it's the regular car comes with 288 or 355 standard. If you opt for the subscription, they'll throw you another 68 oh. horsepower. Oh, shoot me in the head. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Now, if if anybody, can, nobody can see, but uh, that, <laughs> that, that You're number one. Yeah, that might be the <laughs> monodigital salute of ill will. <laughs> Mercedes also claims the added power will lower each vehicle's zero to 60 mile per hour acceleration times. The EQE 350 sedan and SUV are expected to hit 60 in 5.1 and 5.2 seconds, respectively, which are between 9 tenths and 1 second quicker. The mightier EQS 450 sedan and SUV are expected to hit 60 in 4.5 and 4.9 seconds, respectively, between 8 tenths and 9 tenths of a second quicker. So what will this new age performance upgrade cost customers? The EQE 350 models can add it. For $60 a month or $600 a year, the EQS 450 models can add it for $90 per month or $900 a year. Most notably, however, is that Mercedes will let people avoid the potentially annoying subscription fees instead and pay a one-time fee of $1,950 for the EQEs and $2,950 for the EQS. Okay, little side note on this. This is this is where my my tukas starts catching on fire. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? You you read through all this, you're like, wait a minute. Well, you know, the three fifty is the base. There's the base one, and then they you're paying for that little extra. These things are starting at over a hundred thousand dollars per vehicle. Yeah, kiss my butt. Yes, I'll go buy a vet. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, and I don't think there's any subscription anything on a vet. You can go out and find yourself a nice uh, new eighth gen Stingray and just go fast. Yeah, and oh. just, you know, go fast and enjoy it and have a louder stereo. <laughs> Don't have to plug anything in. Oh, my God. And I'm even looking at, at this, and it's 
It's just another one of those, you know, melted uh, ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm. exactly. Yeah, a lot. Everything rounded off, and you know, it's a new Mercedes. It's a slick car, but it's over a hundred grand, and you want me to pay more? I would go buy a Genesis. Yeah, before I do this. Yeah, because it'd be half the price and looks just like this. Mm-hmm. I, I, you hear me arguing with you. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, like uh, I said, of everything I read all week, that was the thing that probably, at least car-wise, really pissed me off the most. It's, you just start shaking your head. You're like, nope. Okay, that's the end of you. Yeah. Or you can go buy yourself a different version of the Schadenfreude Express, which is the <laughs> best stinking road car there's ever been. <laughs> just is. You'll drive yourself mad getting everything just right, but when you do, oh, uh, they are glorious. And does it go zero to 60 and four and a half? No. It doesn't. <laughs> is it too quiet almost all the time? Yeah, it is. Doors sound like a bank vault when you close them. And you'll be running along on the highway and decide, I can go faster now. You'll stick your foot in it in about 3,500 RPM on up to redline. That V12 absolutely sings. It sounds uh. glorious. <laughs> You'll have to put in some kind of augmented audio experience to get that out of that new Mercedes. Yeah. And, and for all of you people who are fans of those, sorry. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, lots of cool stuff going on in the car world. Next week, we will have Rick Hunter here on the show. That is awesome. We're going to talk about all the cool stuff he did to my Corvette and all the other cool stuff they've got going on in the shop. Those guys are building some of the neatest stuff. They've really gotten better about their uh, social, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, yeah. I, I mainly look on Facebook. But yeah, but they're posting almost daily. Yeah, and it's looking good. It's and, so smart. And the stuff they post every day, you're like, that's the coolest thing. You, you do the things with the stuff, and yeah. it's awesome, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> it absolutely is. Thank you so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. That is absolutely Amen. true. You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and on LinkedIn as Driven Radio Show Podcast. You can also listen anywhere fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for Mark L. Groves. Yo! Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio. 